0: Hey guys, welcome back to Discover Springford. I'm standing in front of Pop's Dinette and Ice Creamery located on Main Street in Spring City Borough. I'm Jeff Desiato, a professional actor, part-time realtor, and transplant to the Springford area, and I'm on a mission to find the best that Springford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, Eat and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Spring-Ford. I'm here with Dan Phillips, owner of Pops Dinette and Ice Creamery, located on Main Street in Spring City Borough. Dan, thanks for your time today. How you doing, Jeff? Very good. It's been a long time coming. We've been in touch for a while to get this uh, uh, get this interview uh, recorded. So I appreciate you making the time this morning. Um, now especially since you've uh, rebranded, renovated And uh, we're ready to see some, some good things happen in the future for Pops so, Thank you Yeah, no problem uh, Why don't you get started, tell me a little bit about your personal story that Where you grew up and uh, how you ended up uh, we, We'll take you all the way up to where we are today so. Awesome, awesome Well,
1: I started out, I grew up in Phoenixville okay. I have uh, been a lifelong resident, been there all my life And uh, it is a great little community and knowing the great community that it is, um, I also started out for the restaurant business there at 15. Oh, wow. Yeah, started at the Columbia Hotel, which is now the Great American Pub. Yeah. And um, ended up going into fine dining, Talked, uh, worked my way into the management positions at 19. Wow. I was actually wearing a uh, tuxedo in a fine dining restaurant at <laughs> 19 wow. when my friends were in college. I was actually doing the work. Wow. So it was kind of cool. And I get a weekend off and go visit them at college. Yeah. (laughs) Still being young and, you know, out there doing the fun things as a young person. But I ran um, multiple restaurants over the years. Um, The Barons Inn in King of Prussia, which is now Creed's. Uh, The General Warren in Malvern, another fine dining restaurant. The Epicurean in Phoenixville. I worked there for 10, 15 years off and on. And um, then opened my own spot eventually after we turned uh, the Barons in into Creed's in 2001, we um, then opened up a year later Dan Sports Pub in Phoenixville. Oh, okay. Yeah, which lasted from 2001 till 2005. Now, a lot of the things we did at Dan Sports Pub are homemade wing sauces and uh, the cheesesteaks and different food we have available. We now have here at Pops. Oh, cool. So, we also took some of the things from the past that did well in the businesses I ran. And then brought them here to pop some legacy items. Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> that's great. Sure, and some of the things that did well in other restaurants, like the Epicurean, had the wonderful Jamaican jerk wings. So we do those as yeah. well here, which
0: is a nice thing that people really love. Yeah, that's really cool. Really love. So, would you say uh, that you are a restaurateur before anything else, or?
1: Restaurants started my life. Yeah. I also have a real estate career going on right now as well, yeah. and that has done very well for me. I won't complain, yeah. but my background is in the food industry. Right. Um, a lot of my family members, including my sister, who are the manager here, have a background in food and great cooks. Right. My cousin Jim is a chef. Um and, you know, it's just a good family thing. We have a big family.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> Most big families big need to know how to cook, too. I would imagine. It's, well, uh, you got yeah. to feed them. Yeah, that's right. And it's you cheaper to cook them. it yourself than to go out to eat all the time with a big family. So with a big family.
1: Yeah. Trust me, when we were kids with six kids growing up, yeah. we didn't go out to eat often. Yeah, that's right. We did not go out to eat often. So there was always somebody
0: around, which was nice growing up in Phoenixville. Yeah. So um, while you were you know, building a real estate career on top of doing restaurant stuff, was there a gap in there where you went, you know, you kind of stepped away from, from restaurants uh, About for About nine years. yeah. About nine.
1: Out of the last 15 years, uh, nine years was just real estate yeah. and property management and things like that. Um, and then I got a bug. Right, that's kind of where I was leading. Yeah. And I, was like, I can
0: imagine with that much experience in the restaurant industry, <laughs> you don't do it if you don't like it, you know, for that long. And it's um, not an easy business to yeah. be in. So
1: you have to make people happy, and you got to make sure they stay happy, and that you have a great product and something that people are going to want to come in the door for. Right?
0: Yeah, something that, an identity or a brand that they can really grab onto, so exactly. that they know what it stands for and what they're the consistent level of quality and you know quantity. In some cases, sure. they have more food the better. So um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I would imagine that 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 personality trait that you have that allowed you to be successful probably also translated into real estate because a lot of the same issues that you face, you know, people management, uh, you know, oh, it's definitely you know, all, people service, management. yeah, service, relationship <laughs> building, all that kind of stuff, loyalty, consistency in service, all that stuff translates across many industries, but a lot of those, um, quote unquote retail, you know, people driven business, um, is, is is the the prime focus you know there aren't people in the doors you don't succeed if you don't have clients you don't succeed in real estate oh my so, god
1: yeah. <laughs> well the thing about it is it was a great progression from real uh from restaurant business in the real estate because i was still doing restaurant work while i was building my real estate business right so um you know when i was tending bar and managing people are like oh you're a realtor oh yes <laughs> so it's kind of like Restaurant, real estate, and yeah. when it balanced out and one got more than the other, right. I didn't have to do the restaurant work as much anymore. Right. I did still fill in for a lot of restaurants and different places. They'd call, Hey, are you available? And I'd be like, Well, sure, why not? I can help out. <laughs> That's you know? Cool. Which you just... also kept me in the door, right. seeing what was going on in the world. And there was probably about an eight, nine year period where I didn't do it at all, though. Oh, wow. Which was kind of interesting, but yeah. I kind of felt like I was missing something. Yeah. But yet, I sat there and I thought to myself, you know what, let's take the best part of the restaurant business, which is desserts and ice cream, and let's just do something simple and small. And my sister had opened a shop here on Main Street in Spring City, um, and I was like, oh, this little store's available. Oh, it's so small, it's so cute, I can make this a really nice little ice cream shop. Well, it was only 300 square feet and people would walk in the door and they would enjoy our ice cream and then they'd have to turn around and kind of sidle out the door (laughs) and then eat their ice cream outside. Right. So when this shop became available, um, we were like, well, I guess we could take all the things we've done in the past and turn it into, you know, Pop's Dinette, which we progressed into with the name. So it's basically been a progression. It took me about a year to get the shop open across the street. Uh, but then once we did, we were received really well last year. That's awesome. And then this became available in November, and it was like, okay, well, let's see what we can do. Yeah. So we ended up moving across the street, developing the menu based on the items that we used to use on a regular basis, using local purveyors. Um, we use cold sauce, uh, sausage, and scrapples. We use Yingling's ice cream, which is an amazing product. Yeah. Both. Both are local Pennsylvania, yeah. great products that people enjoy, and they know the names. Right. But I will say that the one crazy thing about having yingling ice cream is that everybody thinks it's yingling beer, and that the biggest question is, is there beer in the ice cream? <laughs> it's like, no, there's no, there's no beer in the ice cream.
0: <laughs> you can bring your kids. Yes, and actually, yeah. and actually kids walking up and down the
1: street at the worst for a day um, – Community Day? Yeah. The kids were walking up and down the street, and the adults are like, is there beer in that?
0: Man, <laughs> I just sold it to a child. Yeah. So, I'm sure, that, and there were cops everywhere, so oh, I'm yes, sure you would have gotten were. away with it if there actually was. Oh, my so. gosh, <laughs> there were.
1: So the good thing is, is that it's a little bit of an education for people, yeah. but once they try our ice creams, which have a lot of different flavors as well, it's not just your standard chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, right. um, they come back on a regular basis, and they talk about it, and they like it, yeah. and they're surprised by it because they didn't realize that Yingling made ice cream during Prohibition to get them through.
0: Oh, that's really interesting.
1: Yeah, so when they couldn't make beer, they made ice cream and they did it until
0: 1985 and then brought it back in 2010. Oh, really? So it's been recently that they've gone back into the ice cream. I did not. Know that. So there you go. That's the history that you learn when you come to, come to Bob's Side Up. Um, so I, one of the flavors I, I believe when I was here uh, before that they that you have, which is not a common flavor, is the tea berry, which seems to be very uh, much a throwback you know, it really appeals to people who grew up with the tea berry gum. Which I'm I'm younger than than most, uh, but I remember tea berry gum like, and and it's such a unique flavor. So, is that a seasonal thing that you have here? Or? We do have it available on a regular basis. Um, most of the ice creams are depending upon the
1: production yeah. of um, Yingling and what they can get at the time that mm-hmm. they're producing. But tea berry is like a middle Pennsylvania, yeah. eastern Pennsylvania thing. And people from the middle of the state of Pennsylvania are like, we love tea berry. You have tea berry? Oh my God, you have tea yeah. berry. <laughs> um, we have a guy that comes down on a regular basis and that does um, tea berry shakes. Oh, really? They really like them. Yeah. The kids love it because it's a bright pink flavor. Yeah. And they don't realize what the flavor technically is, even yeah. though it is somewhat refreshing. It's a little bit of a different taste. Yeah, it's
0: almost got like a spiciness to it like it's got a lot of different like it's almost like a refreshing
1: but not mint type thing and people really do enjoy it yeah Uh, but some of the other great flavors we have are the yingling black and tan which is a belgian Mm. chocolate caramel and then the butterbeer which is like on a take from Harry Potter Yeah. so it's like a salty vanilla
0: butterscotch love oh, kind great. of thing yeah.
1: ridiculous mean salted caramel
0: is real popular right now so it's very similar butterscotch is just anything butterscotch is awesome sea salt <laughs> yeah. caramel is ridiculous yeah. that's another great seller when yeah. we have it but again, some of the classics, butter pecan. Oh, I love butter pecan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They also have like a cinnamon churro, which is really different. Oh wow, really! I different. just started to get into cinnamon ice cream. Actually, like someone was like, because I pictured like big red flavor cinnamon, and that's uh, not actually. No. But then someone said, no, it's more like a cinnamon streusel, like a like a dessert. Yeah. And I went, oh okay. And then I tried it, and anytime anybody has anything cinnamon ice cream, I get it. Like, yeah. Like any flavor, I just had, I was at a place um, in New Jersey, a little place similar, like an ice cream uh made in store and everything and they had cinnamon toast crunch ice cream it actually had cinnamon toast crunch in it yeah it would be great oh my gosh it was so good (laughs) such a good
1: product and it's the things you don't expect like the root beer float in ice cream you know it's basically a great root beer product with the vanilla in it and it's basically root beer float ice cream yeah and the other thing we can do is turn any of these ice creams in the shakes yeah which people love like i said the tea berry shake or the black and tan shake and the sea salt caramel shakes really popular but we also have the Fanta um, sugar sodas Uh, so we have the grape we have the orange we have the strawberry and usually pineapple so you can put a scoop of vanilla ice cream in them and make a flavored float Oh, pineapple would be really good a pineapple with vanilla (laughs) ice cream so So,
0: it's like pina colada
1: kind of. Well, yeah, yeah like yeah. A li- literally a pina colada yeah. and an ice cream non-alcoholic thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it works out well for that to have the different name because everybody else has certain names that they know of. And I'm the only one in Chester County right now dipping Yingling ice cream. Yeah. Nobody else in Chester County is selling our That's ice crazy. cream but us. That's awesome. There are places as you go farther west like Harrisburg and out closer to Pottsville where the Yingling company is. But... We're
0: the only ones in Chester County that actually dip their ice cream. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really cool. So tell me a little bit about what it was like when you first opened, uh, just doing ice cream. And then I would imagine it was such a quick turnaround to get to this place. You really had to take a leap of faith. Oh, it was a leap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So to laughs>
1: it what was a leap. process like? So what it came down to was um, this restaurant and this space had been a number of different things over the years. Um, and we thought we could be the ones to make it work. So when we started off over at the little spot, like I had said, it was nice, it was small, and it was just ice cream and some baked goods and simple things, maybe candy for the kids. Yeah. And then we realized people started asking for more things. And then we also realized that Spring City was looking for more food and that this downtown was a great spot to be um, for you know taking care of people yeah. that didn't really have stuff accessible to right. them local. For the most part they would have to go over to warriors ford or out to limerick to get a lot of things because right. downtown spring city's been sleepy for a number of years and i can see that coming back and changing but what happened was um, literally the business that was here decided to close in uh, october and then we talked to kathy okay. calhoun the landlord and she was really great about getting us in here so it worked out really well to literally within a month We had closed up pops over there and moved everything over here and reopened right before the holidays, which isn't always a great thing for just ice cream. Right. And then people realized, you know, that we had food and that we were doing breakfast and lunch into dinner, and that we have wings, which we make our own hot sauce. Yeah, that's awesome. And then we have, um, you know, burgers and cheesesteaks and wings and breakfast all day. Breakfast all day. You can get pancakes at four o'clock in the afternoon. Wow, that's awesome. If you want pancakes in the afternoon, we can do it. I mean, nobody's going to say, oh, I'm sorry, our
0: grill's off at 1 o'clock. Yeah.
1: What's the difference? We have the stuff available. Make it at 1 o'clock or 9 a.m. Yeah.
0: No big and deal. And everybody loves breakfast food any time of the day. Oh, God, yes. Coming from the uh, the arts background that I have, whether it was playing in a band or, uh, you know, doing a show, and you get off at midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning, and you go to a diner. I want breakfast. You, yeah, you want breakfast food I at want a diner. Breakfast. Like, I'm not getting, like, a meatball sub at a diner, no offense, but... Uh, most diners where we like, I know they're going to get breakfast food, right? So we're going to do that. And breakfast food, you can't complain. Yeah. It's one of those wonderful things that how
1: can you mess up breakfast food? Yeah. No, you can't. Don't you can. get me wrong. Well, I've had plenty of bad breakfast food. <laughs> Don't <laughs> but, get me wrong. You yeah. definitely can. But if you've got the good products and like they said, we do the cold scrapple, which is crispy, fried really nice. You know, you get a little crunch with it. You know, if you do it right, you really won't have the issues you know and you have a good product and get local stuff if you can that's a wonderful thing as well Um, Pops turned into more than just an ice cream shop literally within a couple months and with the new menu coming which we are working on now we're actually going to take things and develop a little more we're going to do a little bit more of like flavored pancakes with chocolate chips or butterscotch or like the cinnamon streusel pancakes Um, French toast will get an upgrade some of our omelets build your own omelet kind of thing and, um, you know, just taking it to the next level a little
0: bit. Yeah, it sounds you know? like you, you know, you haven't really been able to do that because everything's been like on the fly, like move. There's the opportunity. We got to take advantage of it. We'll figure it out as we go kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's basically what happened. And then we
1: got here. We got set up because, you know, we really didn't have a lot of time. So at the time, we figured, well, let's go this route, promote the ice cream, make some small changes, and just get open. Right. Well, after we were here a couple months, we realized that the flow really wasn't working well. Yeah. And that's why we have it set up the way it is now. Yeah. So basically, you walked in before, and there were tables on the left and the right people on the left got a little uh, lost in the corner. So now we changed things around, opened up the kitchen to the ice cream area so it flowed better for the staff Mm -hmm. as well as the customers. And now we have the breakfast counter back in now so you can come in by yourself if you want to, sit at the counter and get great service and great food. And then we have about 25 seats total going on in the whole place. So it's worked out really well in that respect to... Change it around
0: and just give it a new feel mm-hmm. compared to what it has been and what it's looked like for the past ten to fifteen yeah, years. That's crazy. I mean, I always love that's one of the things that I've I've always secretly envisioned, you know, as I get older, wherever I parked, you know, uh, ended up for long term. I always wanted to be that person that came, pulled up to the counter, had breakfast, got to know everybody in the community. They know who yeah, you they are. They know who I are. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So <laughs> the fact Jeff. that the fact that you have the counter Reestablished and a prominent feature in the, in the place is awesome to me, at least personally appealing. Uh, so, and I know other people feel the same. Any Anytime I've gone to various diners, I always peek to see if there's rooms at the counter, and nobody uh, there's never any room because everybody always pulls right up. So, I love sitting at the counter. Yeah. It's one of the best things, especially if I want a quick meal. Yeah, you know, the servers take care of you. They know you're right there because you're right in their area. Yeah, you know, they you turn watch, around, with watch the... the bustling that's going on and everything, and see how they're doing everything that they do to make the food. Yeah, uh, it's very fascinating. I love that. It's
1: kind of neat because we do have an open kitchen, yeah. so you
0: can see in our kitchen. Yeah. So
1: that's another thing about detail and cleanliness and things like that. We have an open kitchen. So basically, we want everybody to see how things are prepared. And if you're sitting at the counter, you can watch the cooks. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I always sit there and think to myself, you know, I love people that are like, oh, I would always want to open a restaurant. And I'm like,
0: oh, really? Okay. <laughs> well, get ready for some hard work. Right. Well, you yeah, know, I mean, it's, I would say the failure rate in the industry as you probably know from your years is it's pretty high it can be it can be if you don't know what you're doing and you don't thankfully you have an established background in all forms thank god high 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 quality bar pub casual you know casual um and this i mean i feel like this is like got the right the feel like the luncheonette kitchenette type of a vibe and so uh tell me a little bit about where the name came from pop's ice cream and then transitioning obviously to pop's dinette and ice creamery well, what
1: it started as is we were trying to figure out a name for it, and we wanted to do, like, an old-school-style ice cream shop. And our original store had, like, the back bar and things going on like that with, like, older cabinet look and that feel. So we were trying to figure out what it would be. And, like, in a downtown area, you know, mom-and-pop businesses have been there for a long time. Yeah. So. But before my dad passed away about five, six years ago, it's like, come on, Pop, let's go do something. You know, yeah. or come on, Pop, we're going out. We're going to do something. Yeah. And um, basically, we're like, Pop's ice cream. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little homage to him because he did enjoy ice cream. Yeah. And um, he did enjoy good food. Um, so he was also a great breakfast cook. Yeah. Oh, my God, he made us the best breakfasts as kids. You can't imagine. Yeah. You know, the potatoes were just right. And it was just a good thing. So uh, basically, it's named <laughs> after my dad. Um, and basically, we started off over there in that and then brought it Pops Cafe and Ice Creamery. We changed the name to thinking, well, it's a little cafe spot. Let them yeah. know we do both. But then as our menu developed, we realized people were just driving by and saying just ice cream. Yeah. They were just seeing the ice cream part and realized, oh, that's an ice cream spot. We'll check it out. Yeah. Well, we became more than that. Yeah. Um, and like I said, with the burgers, the wings, and the breakfast, and all the other Rubens and sandwiches and snacky food and things like that we became more of a small diner yeah and to differentiate a little bit i was like i kept driving past this place in Reading that said speedy's dinette and i'm like that's what we are we're a yeah. dinette yeah so when i was out there showing houses recently i'm like you know what we need to let people know exactly what we are right and dinette really kind of said right. we're a small little diner that yeah. serves ice cream yeah so our signage is in the process of changing. We're in the process of, like I said, upgrading the menu and making just a couple more corporate changes so that it's officially yeah. Pops, Dinette and Ice Creamery. And um,
0: it's been a great progression for us so far. No That's complaints. Great. That's awesome. So um, what has been the response in general as people have kind of peered in and seen uh, that there's something happening in here? You know, it's different than what has been here before. It was a Mexican place, I think. Yeah. Yeah, someone was like they were like oh they have great great food there and and then I was kind of come and it was closed and I was like oh too bad <laughs> you yeah, know too bad that maybe they, no one not enough people knew that it was good food or whatever but um Have you gotten a lot of people that have just walked by and happened to walk in and didn't know it was here? We
1: do. We do get a lot of that. The thing about Spring City is is that a lot of people travel through here a certain way, and they don't change their course. Right. So one of the things that we're doing in Spring City is opening up a small business association. Great. So we actually had a meeting this week about it, and it's a really positive thing. Uh, About eight or nine businesses have gotten together so far, and we'll hold our second meeting next month. But one of the things is is getting people to come down the Spring City and realize there is a historic shopping district. Right. They're also in the process of possibly putting out some uh, signage and directional, so people's like, "Hey, oh, hey, make a right here and you go shopping." Right. Uh, but a lot of people in the area come down, make their left hand turn, and go across yeah, they the go bridge up
0: street or whatever. Yeah. They don't
1: realize that the Spring City Hotel and Chaplins are here, and Latchaw's Hardware, which has been a staple yeah, forever, eighteen ninety two or something 1890 like that. Eighteen yeah. ninety something. Yeah. I mean, it's the hardware store that's still here. We are the quintessential little downtown community. Um, the borough, in the about four or five years ago, redid all the streetscaping out front. They spent three and a half million dollars wow. on redoing the streetscapes, and now they're working on actually helping us as businesses promote the businesses and promote the downtown. Yeah. So, great. Spring City Borough has been a big help recently in trying and realizing that hey we've got a community down here and it's starting to take off right. and especially with the new houses that they just built out on West Bridge Street the Ryan Homes development and another 300 home development coming in in the next year oh, wow. at the other end of town at Wall Street Main Street and Hunsberger that property is going to be developed. And all those people that are moving in the town, one, a walkable downtown community. Yes. And looking out through my windows onto Main Street on a regular basis, I've seen the changes in the time we've been here. Yeah, that's um, great. The people, great. the mothers walking their kids, the people walking their dogs. The people jogging. You know, people are coming off the Spring City or the Schuylkill River Trail. And they're coming over and diverting and checking out the downtown as well. Yeah. So it's quite interesting to see how things have been progressing. And I'm excited about what's going to happen for the future of Spring City. Yeah. With the... One more thing on that. Yeah, sure. With the put on my real estate hat for a moment, (laughs) Um, what's happening in Phoenixville is easily going to translate to Spring City because the people in Phoenixville, as it gets more and more populated and gets a little more overrun and their prices keep going up, they're going to go to the next great community out there that's very similar. And Spring City has the same time frames, the great little downtown, the classic Victorian style of the homes. And, you know, they're just going to pull that up here. And actually, Spring City is technically the poor man's Phoenixville. Yeah, right. If you can't (laughs) afford Phoenixville and you want that type of uh, atmosphere and the community, Spring City Warriors Ford in
0: this area are your next choices. I know that um, someone uh, just in a recent episode. I talked to uh, the owner of Chopper's Hair Shop in Royer's Ford. Oh, yeah. And he said when he was looking for places to open a barbershop, he saw what was happening, saw what happened in Maniunk, in Conshohocken, in Phoenixville, and he's like, just keep following the river. You know, exactly. Like, yeah, right. So it's got right out the Royers river. Ford. Yeah, Royer's Ford. They, they, they straddle the, the river, and uh, one of the, that was one of the reasons why we picked the area. It was because I, would, I always wanted to ha- live in a small town. I didn't want to move to, a you know, a an area that was untapped by anything. Right. I wanted to still be able to get to where I needed to go, but I got two for the price of one <laughs> with Rogersport Borough and Spring City Borough. Oh, yeah. And I frequent both. You know, like, I go to, I, I'm always in both. And, uh, just, and we wanted to get in on the ground floor, as it were. You know, yeah. Before it happened, like it did in Phoenixville, so we wanted to be, and the show, obviously, we wanted to contribute, hopefully, to ma- highlighting the areas... To let people know that maybe don't think of Spring City or Warrior's Fort as a place to be. Right. We're showing them through these episodes. Like, no, there's a lot to do We're here. here. Yeah, right. We're here. And you're going to miss out if you don't. And then you're going to be a tourist rather than one of the first, you know. To get in. And that was also one of the reasons why I decided on Spring City because the rents were good as well. But it also had Always the, good when you're starting a business. Right? Yeah.
1: And the character and class of the downtown. It's just, if they hadn't done the streetscapes, I probably would have thought a little differently. Right. But with the beautiful lights and the nice yeah, sidewalks awesome. and the brick accents, I mean, they really did a nice job in transforming Spring City from what it was in the past, you know, another steel town yeah. or another working area with businesses that have left. And now they're turning it into a bedroom community, which is basically it's smack dab in the middle of all the corporate areas. So what happened in Phoenixville can easily happen in Spring City, it's Ford, I don't know if it'll be the scale. Yeah. But yet, you know, there's a lot of similar
0: qualities between the towns themselves. Yeah. And you want to keep the unique identities as well in the midst of that. So it's not going to be a carbon copy of whatever. You know, it's going to be built based on the history, the tradition of what's here. Exactly. And enhancing that. Exactly. And I think sometimes... Some I've noticed, you know, some people that don't want that, they can be have, have a little opposition. It's like we're not trying to like redo or or we, you know, replace. Right, we're trying to enhance exactly. Know, like Make the, it just the a trestle little bridge bit better. Restoring or restoring the trestle bridge that they, they that'll have like be good going for going both on. communities. Yeah, exactly right. Like so, those, they're all efforts to improve and enhance, not to detract or reach, You know, replace the history that's already been here. Oh, the history yeah, that's been here. Been amazing. I mean, you have. um the uh,
1: foundry building down here that makes the light posts. Right. Believe it or not, the light posts in Spring City light up New York City parks, Washington, D.C. That's parks. Amazing. A lot of the downtown lighting now comes from Spring City Foundry, and that's it amazing. has all over the country. That's a business that's been here for 80 to 100 years, and literally they're lighting up all the communities across the country from our little burb, Spring City. Yeah. And nobody realizes that. Yeah. You know, the lights in the parks in Washington, D.C. Are Spring City Foundry lights. Wow. You I know, don't know that. the <laughs> yeah. ones in Phoenixville, um, the ones here in town that they redid. If you look at the caps on all the lights, it says Spring City. That's you amazing. know, it's one of the businesses in Spring City that actually was able to stay and move forward and actually grow and still be viable in today's market. You okay. know? And small businesses the way. Yeah, You know, everybody really needs to take care of the small businesses because those are your mom and pop people. You're not paying for a third jet for somebody when you go to Applebee's or something like that for the owner. You know, you go into places like that, you're literally buying a jet or a vacation home for those people. (laughs) Where here... You're paying for my dog's vet bills. Okay? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're paying for children's braces. Yeah. You're paying. That's small business. Small business is the backbone of America, and that's what it was built on, and that's what it's starting to become again. Yeah, it's great. People really want a downtown community. They want a walkable community. They want. I mean, there's actually even criteria on the real estate sites to say how walkable is
0: the community. Yeah. It you has know? a ratio or a percentage. Like, it's an it's a 80%, you know, like, or Yay, we want to 80 be there. out of 100 walk. At, well, yeah, it's yeah.
1: crazy. And they want to be able to walk from their home and walk to downtown and grab a scoop of ice cream and hang out and see their neighbors down on the street. Yeah, You know, they want to be able to sit downtown and check out or sit on the street, which basically we do have outside tables. Yes. <laughs> um, and you can sit on the street. You can have breakfast on the street if you want to. Um, I see Spring City is becoming the next little hot spot within the real estate world, as well as the restaurant, hangout spot, music. Um, George's is trying to get some more music venues in here. Chaplains does a great job with their music on their weekends when they're here. Um, Spring City Hotel does a great job with their entertainment a couple times a month, which brings people to the downtown. It's all about a downtown atmosphere and vibe these days. For a while, nobody wanted it. They went to the malls, they walked around the malls. People finally realized, hey, we have this wonderful thing sitting there. It's been there forever. And now we just need to develop it a little bit more and take it to the next level. And I think that's what's happening in Spring City. I think the rest of the storefronts here that are vacant are going to be utilized in the next few years. I don't think Spring City can not move forward. The people will make it happen yeah. the people who are moving here the people who want to be here they're going to say oh well hey i've got a home here why don't i open a business downtown
0: you know what i mean and yeah. work and live in the community i'm in for sure not a bad thing no not at all i know that talking to uh, the guys that tuned up Bruin, it was a similar response where they were like they had you know they were looking for a place the rent was cheap everybody was welcoming everybody made it happen for them and they you know they're doing well and it's just, as soon as you come into town and i hear all the time like i had no idea like that that was down there that's a great place you know and and, and they have India, good product so, yeah they have good beer oh yeah for sure yeah <laughs> So like well that always helps right yeah <laughs> not a bad thing yeah i'm sure they wouldn't be uh, doing well if their beer was a crap <laughs> um, well sure but same with pops you know like high quality product passion behind it um that's a reason enough to, to come and check it out, I think. But I'm, I'm partial because I want to see Spring City Borough thrive, you know. so
1: Right. Well, if people don't realize we're here, this is a venue. Thank you very yeah. much to uh, help welcome. promote our town and our business. It's one of those great things where... You know if the people hear about us through the right venues all of a sudden it's like oh i really do have to try that yeah we did the worst for community day as yeah. i mentioned and i gave out about 150 menus and people are like oh we didn't know you were
0: there yeah. and i'm like what oh, a great we- opera, opera avenue for that you know like just to get in front of people yeah
1: right and our community day for spring city is october 6th which is coming up shortly which we will be out there uh selling our wings and burgers and hot dogs and things like that as well as the ice cream shop will be open and people can check it out, but that'll be a great day for music and cars on the streets. Uh, the last couple of years that we've done it have been really great opportunities for people to see what's going on in Spring City. And all the new people can then come down and also check out what's happening and taste some of the things and see that, oh, there's businesses down here and right. there's people doing business. It's not just a print shop and George's Music. You can come down and get a good burger or a good breakfast or go to the hotel and have a great beer or go to Tuned Up and have fresh great beers. Yeah. You know so, I think this town has the possibility to become a really
0: great little spot, right? And it's not very far off, yeah. I know that they said, uh, you know, kind of what started with Phoenixville was the brew pubs, the, the places for people to sit down and eat, the art studio that just opened up in Spring City, you know, yes. artists bringing that artistic feel to the, the town. There's just so many opportunities, and one thing I really value about the Spring City Brewers for communities is uh when you go to a lot of other community days it's just corporate sponsorship you know it's just like and i'm like i don't need four all-state insurance tables and td bank tables you know exactly um, you know well, I, I spoke to somebody else and they said you know the community day was awesome because people were like oh where's your business and they went right there you know <laughs> yeah, like you're on Main Street. i'm in front so, of my yeah, business exactly right so it's like You can walk right in. There's none of that, like, you give them a flyer. They throw it out when they get home. They have no idea. Like, they can't help but see it. They can't help but patronize it. Promoting our
1: community. Yeah, for sure. And that's what it comes down to. And as you said about different places that have happened in Phoenixville and how they started and how they moved on, I was actually one of the first people to put tables out on Bridge Street in Phoenixville. (laughs) In 2001, I had Dan's Sports Pub. Um, and the only other
0: restaurant that was open at the time was The Mill, which is now The Bistro. Yeah. And then and it was a lot. Phoenixville was a lot different in 2001. Oh, imagine. my yeah. God. It was people so different. People like were afraid to go there sometimes. Well, they were. <laughs> yeah. And I grew up there. Yeah. So
1: when we were kids, when we would go to the movies, we'd have to go with our group of friends. And we only walked five blocks. Yeah. <laughs> literally five blocks. But literally people laughed at me when I put tables out in front of the mainstay on Bridge Street. Yeah. They laughed at me. And now 15 years later... Everybody's got yeah. tables up and down the street. So I was also, I have tables out on Main Street in Spring City. Yeah. Hopefully I'm the starter for that too to keep things moving and set things on the course here in Spring right. City. But it's interesting to be able to see what Phoenixville started out as, what it became, and now what Spring City, the possibilities in Warriors
0: for area are.
1: Yeah. So I'm kind of excited about that.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, Dan, yeah, this has been awesome. Hey, I always get excited. I get fired up talking to people who are... I mean, but Pops is what, two, three years old now? Well, the idea started about two years, yeah. two and a half years. We've actually
1: physically been open. Uh, July 8th of last year was our actual open date. Okay. We had the sign in the window coming soon, and people were like, Are
0: you coming? Are you going to open July 8th was in the old space? In the old space. So it's only One year. been since that. Wow. One year my gosh. But we had a year before that
1: where we were developing yeah. it, and people were, like, looking in the windows. What's happening? What are they doing now? Yeah. When are they going to open? Yeah. And the, the demand for it down here in Spring City is nice. Yeah. Now, been a crappy year for weather.
0: Yeah, of course. Crappy
1: rain. year for yeah. weather. I mean, nobody wants to walk out in the rain and, you know, basically it rained twice this summer, once for 45 days and once for 30 days. So, so true. Oh, my God, it's been so wet. Yeah. So it hasn't really been an ice cream year, so thank God we do have the food available. And you know, we've gotten a lot of business now from the Veteran Center, they have now found us, so we deliver to them on a regular basis. It's really nice seeing the smiling faces when you give them, you know, this huge basket of tater tots, drenched in chili, cheese sauce, bacon and ranch dressing. They go nuts for it. The other thing they like are our wings. My sister Colleen makes our wing sauces and has been doing it for years. It's a great product, and nobody else has it. Nobody else has our wing sauce. There's nothing else like it out there. And we use ghost peppers to make the heat. And Trinidad. (laughs) I was just told off screen, Trinidad peppers as well. Um, But we have um, Jamaican jerk wings. We have mild wings, hot wings, and extreme wings. We also have an apple bourbon, which is really great. A habanero peach. We have um, chocolate and ranch. Those are just wow. different varieties of the hot sauce with different flavors. Um, they can go on our tots if you want to, because if you can't eat chicken, you can have them on tots. Yeah, We did a special. We tossed the uh, tots. Tater tots right now are another big crazy yeah, thing. People crazy. love tater yeah. tots. And we'll toss them in the hot sauce and throw some blue cheese across the top, and it's a vegetarian version of wings. Yeah, So we're kind of like adapting to what people want and yeah. like. But our food product, um, we've got great burgers. We've got our twin burger. If you can handle a whole pound of beef chuck (laughs) on a burger, you can actually order a double. Wow. And some people have ordered it and finished it. Wow. But our wing special, if you can eat 10 of our wings extreme sitting here in the restaurant, Clean the bones, we'll buy your next basket for you. Wow. And some people have done it. Wow. Now they've sat there and mopped their brow a little bit. You know, if you look at milk. (laughs) Oh my god, bread, milk. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah, I'm sure. It's hot. And some people just absolutely love it. And they can eat that heat. Now, five of the hots, I'm sweating. Forget it. (laughs) The extreme, I've I've tried it, I've eaten it. It's got a good flavor. People are really surprised that you get a good sweet flavor up front, yeah. and then you get the burn in the back of your mouth. So yeah. it's like a double whammy—you get yeah. the sweet and you get the hot. Yeah. So
0: we've sold a lot of wings. That's that's impressive too, because a lot of times people just—they have hot wings, but they don't focus on the flavor of the hot. So it's just heat. That's all it is. Right. You know, it's, and it's there's no Frank's butter and vinegar yeah. and go. Yeah. You know, and we've developed.
1: Well, my sisters developed. Um, a great product that people really like that's awesome really like
0: so it's fun in that respect and then if their mouth is on fire they get some ice cream well yeah they can them. cool yeah. it off <laughs> yeah. literally it's one begets the other yeah it's, great. it's not
1: a bad thing and with the different flavors like i said for the ice cream and bringing up tea berry yeah you know it's very refreshing and cooling
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would just go like this
1: <laughs> yeah oh, yeah it's just like stick your whole face, face. But I'm just. Your eyes you, start to burn, your nose starts to burn. Yeah. I have a gentleman that comes in here five out of seven days a week and orders a basket of the extreme wings wow. to go. Amazing. And he has like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. The well, other how... two days
0: are for recovery.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or he supports someone else <laughs> yeah like... <right. laughs> But literally five out of seven days a week at least, he's
0: in here in the afternoon getting his wings for dinner. Wow. Yeah, That's it, incredible. it works out
1: really well. Yeah.
0: Um, and the know, fact that it is in that such a close proximity. You can have that recurring customer base, which is huge. Right. And the people who are local who really like us support us. Yeah.
1: That's and awesome. they do well. They're here three, four, five times a week, depending. Wow. You know, um, I don't have the following Anne Marie's has yeah. yet, <laughs> but she does a great job also yeah. and, you know, has a great product. So, you know, if we can do a little bit of the business that she does, I'd be really happy here in Spring City. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and really happy. Like you said, there's not really anything on the main street. That Nothing. is comparable at Nothing.
1: all. That's the one thing that Spring City needs. And if anyone has any interest, I'm a great realtor. And yeah. I'd be more than glad to help you find a commercial space on wow. Main Street here to help develop the Main Street area. So that's one of the other things that I bring to the table is that, you know, my restaurant background and the people that I know, if I can get a couple more of them to come down here, which right. is in the works, yeah. um, then, you know, Spring City has a better chance. Of becoming a little more of a destination for sure than just
0: a place to drive through. And, yeah, and and the idea of, of making it something that's unique that's not a carbon cookie cutter of every other town has this in, you know venue right. similar to pops dinette is a unique space a unique exactly. idea. Other restaurants, other businesses that. Will make it like oh, you have to go to Spring City to get it. You, you have know? to go yeah. here, yeah, yeah that's you cool. have to go here, just like our ice cream, right? We're the only ones in yeah. Chester County that's to sell the, yingling.
1: So, if people really like it and they know it, and we're on their website for places where
0: you can get it. Okay. Like, I get
1: that in Spring City, let's go, yeah,
0: let's great. go. So, it's been really nice, that's cool. So, um, Dan, thanks so much. As we wrap up, can you let people know your hours, and how they can get in touch with you, where they can find you online? Sure, sure. Um, We
1: have a new website coming out. It'll be out in the next week or so, Um, and IceCreamery.com. We also have our Facebook page, which we've gotten amazing responses from Facebook. We've got a 5.0 on Facebook. (laughs) Um, We're open uh, seven days a week. We close at 9 o'clock every day, and during the week we open at 9 o'clock, and then we open at 8 o'clock on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And um, it's been a really interesting uh, run so far, and we're really excited to be here on Main Street in Spring City. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how often are you here during those hours? (laughs) Because I mean, with your other business, it's hard, right? (laughs) I am here when I can be. Some weeks I haven't been at all, but other weeks, uh, this week I'll be cooking tonight and then Sunday night, I think. Saturday. Saturday. (laughs) night. (laughs)
0: The main, <laughs> cracking the whip, on you? <laughs> oh, I'm telling you,
1: it's not a bad thing. <laughs> that's so, but for the most part, um, I try to get in here as much as I possibly can. And actually, in the near future, I can see myself setting up my office here as well. So I will be here no, more that's often.
0: Um, if it wasn't for the dogs, I could live upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be difficult <laughs> in a small space with dogs. People don't want two yellow labs in a restaurant. Always. Not yeah. always. No, they could be the mascots. Yeah, but well, uh, who knows? They yet. might be our new
1: our new uh, mascots yeah. in all of our advertising. We'll see. That's awesome. Because people do love the dogs.
0: That's great. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Can't beat it. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: actually, this picture used to hang at Dan's Sports Pub. Oh, did it really? And a lot of the things. And when we decided to do Yingling, I'm like, oh, I've got the Yingling dog picture. <laughs> That's great. Gotta hang it up. Gotta right. hang it up. That's awesome. And
0: all of the links for your your contact information, your people will be able to click out from below the video. Uh, and from our website as well. Awesome. So people go in there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Yeah, You're welcome. a pleasure. Time. Yeah, bye. Bye. bye Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Discover Springford. If you'd like to hear our full, unedited conversation, then I encourage you to subscribe to the Discover Springford podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Google Play, and any other podcast app. If you'd like to support Pops, Dinette and Ice Creamery, then stop on down Main Street in Spring City. You will not regret it. The ice cream, the food, is all top-notch. If you'd like to support Discover Spring Ford, then I encourage you to check out our website. There are three different ways that you can support us. You can make a one-time contribution via PayPal. You can also become a monthly supporter of the show for as little as $1 a month on Patreon. Finally, we do have t-shirts and car magnets available for sale in our store. Thanks a lot for watching. I encourage you to come back next week. But until then, get out there on your own journey to discover what makes the spring area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore.